الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دل شيخ الله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. The mountain of Safa has got a lot of significance for a number of reasons. Not only is it the first platform of da'wat that Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had chosen in his time, when the verse was revealed to him that O Muhammad invite towards Islam those who are closely related to you but it is also what the Mufassirin and Muhaddisin say the first meeting point the mountain of Safa for the Muslimin when the Muslims with Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam conquered the city of Makkah al-Mukarrama, the conquest of Makkah, Fatih Makkah. Absalallahu wasallam had divided the Muslims into many groups and from Medina to Munawwara he instructed all the companions that each of the group members should enter from the different entries of Makkah al-Mukarramah. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu was told to enter from the side of the city. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the meeting point in the city of Makkah will not be the Mataf or Maqam Ibrahim or any other point in Masjid al-Haram. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam specifically said that the meeting point would be the mountain of Safa. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillah with the Muslimin, all the Muslims were gathered there. All the Muslims met Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam on the mountain of Safa. After that, Absalallahu alayhi wasallam, again he stood on the mountain of Safa. And all the mushrikeen that were there, Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam gave them clear instructions. Absalallahu alayhi wasallam announced to them the declarations. And he said to them that anyone who enters into the house of Abu Sufyan, a man is given to him. Refuge is given to him. Sallallahu <coughs> Alaihi said to the Mushrikeen, anyone who enters into the house of Abu Sufyan or even if he locks the door, the front door, protection will be given to him. Subhanallah. Sahabai Kiram Ajmain entered Makkah and they were thirsty for revenge. They wanted to take revenge of the Mushrikeen of Makkah. These were the people that forced them out of Makkah to Mukarramah. These were the people that 
Allahu Akbar tortured men, women and children. They took away everything. Something what the Israelis are doing to the Palestinians today, exactly the same, if not in a much harsher way, in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that even Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam had to make hijrat from the city of Makkah al So the majority of the companions that entered Makkah al they were waiting for this chance. They want to find that person, that person, that person, and to take full revenge, Qisaf. <coughs> Subhanallah, but that was not the intention of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam displayed 100% form of mercy. And perhaps a revolution unique throughout the history of this dunya, this world. Not a single drop of blood was spilled. Not a single drop of blood. Every single mushrik was given protection. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that if you disarm, put the arms down on the ground, protection is given to you. Subhanallah. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the mushrikeen, enter Masjidul Haram and aman is given to you, protection is given to you. So all these uh, important announcements were made on the mountain of Safa. The ulama have even mentioned with regards to the mountain of Safa, that the leaders of the mushrikeen, the dignitaries, they came to Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they said to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that if you were to turn the mountain of Safa into pure gold for us, then all of the mushrikeen in Makkah al Mukarramah we would all embrace Islam on your hands. <coughs> Allahu Akbar. And the nature of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was such that even if one could be guided to the right path, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would go to the extreme. Your brothers remember the story of uh, the great Munafiq Ubay bin Salul uh, and the son Abdullah radiallahu ta'ala and who was a Sahabi but the father was Raisul Munafiqin. And he came to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam and he says, Ya Rasulullah, if you can take out your kurta, the top part of your garment, and if I can use that as a shroud, as a coffin for my father, there is a possibility that there is takhfif in azab, Allah might forgive him. And even then, in his entire life, he made life difficult not only for Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, for anyone who was firm on La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, a munafiq. And Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam took out the kurta and gave it to his son and said to him that if my kurta can help your father, then take my kurta. This is rahmatul lil alameen sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So he made a dua, lifted up his hands. That possibly if Allah was to turn the mountain of Safa into gold, then all the mushrikeen in Makkah will all become Muslims. As he was lifting up the hands, Jibreel Amin descended and he greeted Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. And he said to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Allah gives the message that Allah has heard 
the, the condition that the mushrikeen have put forward. And this condition is a difficult condition. If you show us a mu'jiza, a miracle, and make us rich, pure gold, and that gold would belong to us, the mushrikeen, the leaders of the, the mushrik people, the tribes at that time, only then we will embrace Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a message through Jibreel Amin that Allah is Qadir, Allah has the full power to turn the mountain of Safa into gold. Nothing difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns the mountain of Safa into gold, and if after that even a single one of them would to remain in the state of kufr, then Jibreel Amin said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish the mushrikeen of Makkah in such a way that no other previous community will have been punished in that manner. So the choice is yours. And the second option was that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would leave the mountain of Safa in its natural condition, hayat, but if they show even the slightest interest, sincerity towards Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open up the doors of hidayat for them. So two options were put forward. It is all about qadr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the tawfiq that we make qadr to honor and to respect. Urdu mein kaha jata har shab shabe qadr hai agar qadr ho. Har shab shabe qadr hai agar qadr ho. If you have qadr then every night is shabe qadr. Hazrat Bishri Hafi rahmatullah alayhi. It is said about him that in the young age when he was a young man, he was afflicted with an addiction of liquor. Sharabi tewo. He was always in that condition of being completely stark drunk, semi-conscious. And uh, there was always this drowsiness with him, famously known when he would walk, he would not walk straight. He was an alcoholic. Who Hazrat Bishri Hafi, Rahmatullah On the subject of Qadr, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is explaining to the mushrikeen that you have a condition, Allah also has a condition. Hazrat Bishri Hafi, Rahmatullah was walking and on the ground he noticed that on a piece of paper the name of Allah is written Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. He was completely drunk. But when he saw the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the piece of paper, he picked it up and he kissed it and he had itar, he perfumed it. When he went home, he cleaned the paper of the dust and subhanallah, he put the piece of paper on an elevated position up on the shelf high but yet he was an alcoholic completely drunk in the night when he went to sleep Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came to his dream Allah spoke to him 
Allah subhanahu wa obviously you can't see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but the voice whatever the the description that fits Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him O Bishop you made you made qadr of my name ism of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim you showed respect you kissed my name even though you were not in the right condition today I make you my good friend as in the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and wali of Allah wali in the Arabic language means literally friends Allahu waliyu alladheena amanu Allah dost hai un logo ka jo iman le aaye Allah is a friend to those who have who bring iman so as from today you are my wali my friend just for making qadr of bismillahir rahmanir rahim on the ground and he picked it up the brothers in saudi arabia perhaps have not read this story or this incident that has taken place with bishri hafi rahmatullah alayh otherwise they would not put the holy quran on the ground on the musalla astaghfirullah alazim al-iyazu billah what greatest sin can they be that you put the holy quran the kitab of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the ground and people are walking Hazrat Bishr Hafi rahmatullah alayhi when he woke up he was not that Bishr after that he was known as Bishr Hafi Hafi and the reason why he was known as Hafi it is said that one day he was reading the Quran and he came to an ayat alam naj'al al-ard mihada and the translation of this ayat karima is that have i not made the earth a carpet for you like a carpet form for you this earth is a carpet flat mashallah completely flat grass it's a carpet bichona mihada means in the urdu language translated alam naj'al al-ard mihada when he read this ayat karima he lifted up his hands and he says ya allah bishr does not want to walk on your carpet with his shoes on from today Bishr does not want to walk on your carpet with his shoes on. He took off his sandals, his shoes, and for the rest of his life until his death, he never ever wore shoes or sandals or chappal bare feet, completely bare. It is said that Allah and now this is not a masla, this is a hal. This is a condition inside an individual who was extremely close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The masla is you can wear shoes and mashallah whatever you need to. But this was the level of taqwa and iman and the love that he had for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, bare feet and in the Arabic language hafi means the one who who is barefooted. Nothing, no slippers, no shoes, no sandals for the rest of his life. It was noticed by the people that if there ever was any impurity on the part of hazrat bishr hafi rahmatullah alayhi then the earth would split open and the impurity would be swallowed but nothing was on the part of hazrat bishr hafi rahmatullah alayhi 
And let us not forget there is no one greater than Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi Not only a muhaddith, faqih, a mufassir, but again a great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One talib ilm, a student said to Hazrat Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi he said that Hazrat, you are an alim, a faqih, a muhaddith, a great scholar, a wali. Why do you stand up for Bishri Hafi? Bishri Hafi is not an alim. He is not a muhaddith. He is not a mufassir to your caliber. But yet we see that you stand up. As Imam Ahmad Rahmatullah Imam Ahmad bin Hamad Rahmatullah said to the student that I am alim of the kutubs of the books. Bishri Hafi Rahmatullah is the alim of the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is incredible. You cannot see the status that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Hazrat Bishri Hafi Rahmatullah It is said that once there was impurity on the path of Hazrat Bishri Hafi Rahmatullah and people would take that, people noticed that because it was in front of the house of Hazrat Bishri Hafi and they, they spoke with each other that how come today there is najasat, impurity on the path of Hazrat Bishri Hafi and news soon broke out that Hazrat Bishri Hafi has passed away SubhanAllah This is the Qadr that if you have Qadr and subhanallah, if you take the chance that comes to you and lift yourself up, your iman, the chance that comes to you, subhanallah, your iman, the level of your iman becomes stable. Qadr is there. So a group of people, the mushrikeen said, turn this mountain into gold and we are yours. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the merciful one, said to Jibreel Amin that it is better that you... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves the mountain of Safa how it is and the door of repentance to be opened for the people of Makkah. Huzur alayhi salatu was salam knew the nature of the people. That these people were disloyal, dishonorable. They uh, would not respect the promise of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam. If Huzur alayhi salatu was salam would say anything to them, they would say yes and when they would go back to their people, they would mock at the words of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So to save them, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam took the second option. And this is the qaida, this is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that if any community asks from a prophet a miracle, then it is usually preconditioned. There is always a condition attached to it that if they refuse or if they reject that Nabi or the message given to that Prophet, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's punishment comes on that individual. That is why in Surah Al-Ma'idah, 
Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam and his Hawariyun. Subhanallah. The companions of Isa alayhi salatu was salam are known as Hawariyun. And the companions of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam are known as Ashabi Kiram, Sahabai Kiram Ajmaheen. The Hawariyun said to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam, is call al Hawariyun ya Isa ibn Maryam that O son of Maryam alayhi salam, hal yastati'u rabbuka an yunazzila alayna ma'idatan min as-sama? Can you make a dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings down a table spread, a dastarkhan full of food, patan, full of food? Hal yastati'u rabbuka an yunazzila alayna ma'idatan min as-sama? Subhanallah. And then Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam heard this from the people, his close ones, Hawariyun. He said to them, Qalat taqullaha in kuddam mu'minin. It is, you have no right to ask for a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or demand. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The greatest nama is the iman that you have inside you. And they said to Isa alayhi salam that nuridu an na'kula minha. We wish to eat from the food that comes from the heavens. So that our iman becomes strong. And so we know that what the message that you give us is the truth. And that's so we are from the shahideen, those who will be your witness, that we have seen your miracles. We have seen everything and we, be, we will be your shahid. The Mufassirin have said that Isa alayhi salatu was was a prophet of great mujahada. For days he would not eat. And as Isa alayhi salatu was was never ever stationed in one area. He, was, he would always walk from one city to another city and all the people were with him, the disciples, and they would walk with him. And the people in that journey were deprived of food and water for many days. That is why they made a dua to Hazrat Isa alayhi salam that we want to see a miracle, a table spread, a, a banquet, dastarkhan of food, good food and water. That is what we want to see. And Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam made a dua. That is where the Christians get the, the breaking of the bread, etc. Subhanallah. In the time of Hazrat Marana Shah Abdul Aziz, he was a great munazir. It is said that one Christian priest came to him and he said to Hazrat that you say that the Quran is the book of Allah, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the true book, a true revelation. And I say that the Bible is the true revelation, the true book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, true book of God. So let us put both the books to test. And he came to Hazrat Shah Abdul Aziz rahmatullahi and said that, you put the Quran in the fire and I will put the Bible in, into the fire. <coughs> and if the Bible burns, then the Quran is al-haqq. The truthful revelation, Al-Haq, kitab mubin But if the Quran burns, then you will have to become a Christian. And you will have to admit that the Bible is the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was a challenge to Hazrat Shah Abdul Aziz rahmatullah 
Today, if a Jehovah Witness person knocks on our door, when we look at him, uh, we get scared to confront him. Our level of knowledge is so low that he can come and knock on our door and very diplomatically he comes and says to us that all the things that are going around in this world, the chaos, the wars, uh, people are racist and then they come slowly into religion. First it's a good introduction and then they come into Jesus Christ very slowly. We don't even have the power to confront or to challenge or to talk to simple people. If they question us about Islam, we would not have the power to answer them. Some of the questions are such. Subhanallah. And Hazrat Mawlana Shah Abdul Aziz said that I accept your challenge. And a day was set, a very big open area. And this massive fire was kindled. On one side were all the Christians, missionaries at that time in India. And on one side there were all the Muslims, not with the flag of St. George. Not with the flag of Musalman, Sheikh Kharban. Not with the flag of St. George. You know. so, see, two flags, four flags, two flags. What is that? Alhamdulillah, we are British, no doubt. Alhamdulillah, we support the country in everywhere. Alhamdulillah, this is the land of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna al-ardhalillah, everything belongs to Allah. We are here, Alhamdulillah, this is the land of Allah. But go into the history, what are the significance? Bejharak, white material with a red cross. I mean, Muslims don't even have that level of iman to open up the eyes and see ki picture kya what is in it some say so what so what we guarantee so what carry on dekha dekhi you see one doing it you want to follow one doing and huzur alayhi salatu was salam's hadith allahu akbar because of the hadith you have to make sure that all the words are correct. That is why even in the khutbah I make sure that it's written on a piece of paper. That every word of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, the zabar and zair and the pesh, every word of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam has to be read correctly. And with a clear pronunciation. And to some effect, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that my ummah will follow the Jews and Christians span by span. Span by span. Even if they were to put their head down in the burrow of a lizard, something that's futile, what for? Q, Nietzsche, hole me kya dekhna? What do you want to look into that hole? And if the kuffar do that, Absalallahu said that my followers from my ummah will want to imitate them and they will want to put their head down. Abar wo gobar khayenge to Muslims bhi gobar khayenge. This is how law, the markaz of this heart is dead. Salahiyat, that, that, that power of understanding what is right and what is wrong is gone. So the Muslims were on one side and the missionaries and all the people were on one side. Now the priest was very clever. 
Obviously, no, no one would be prepared to challenge the Quran. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala clearly says in the Quran, "Firaini mimma nazzalna ala abdina fatu bi surati min mithli wadu shuhadaakum in dunillah in kunum sabiqin." What he did is that he opened up the pages of the Bible, and there was a special white see-through plastic that was put on every page and the front and the back cover and that material was fireproof or fire resistant so it was see through all the pages were covered in, in such a manner and it was this one particular Bible that he had with him that if you were to put into the fire it would not burn fireproof clothes for Tana fireman Pahente so he came with that Bible to Hazrat Shah Abdul Aziz Rahmatullah Ali says, Hazrat, here, I have the Bible here. Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali looked at him and Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali had the Quran with him. And Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali looked at him and the Christian priest said to him that now it is up to you Shah Abdul Aziz. Will you start or do you want me to start? Do you want me to put my Bible into the fire or are you going to put the Quran into the fire? The Shah Abdul Aziz, Malvi, Malvi hota hai bhai. Malvi, Malvi hota hai. Log kate, subhanallah, my respected brothers, the work that the ulama have done, just pick up the books and go into the libraries from the time of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam until the year 2004 the khidmat that the ulama have done wallahi lazim isruya zameen par kisi ne aisa kaam nahi kiya anything any revolution that came any revolution imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi sare akabirin dekh sheikh abdul qadir jilani sheikh qada mohiduddin chishti rahmatullah alayhi rus chale jao chin chale jao Nigeria ki history pare, Sudan ki history pare the first man who came in Nigeria, Sudan, Habasha, Africa ki jo tarikh hai daastan utha kar pare tarikh utha hai kitni mehnat, kitni mehnat ki jaddo jihad and Azra Shah Abdul Aziz Rahmatullah Alayhi said to him that this man is in a hurry to put the Bible into the fire there's something fishy going on here Azra Rahmatullah Alayhi's level of iman was such he looked at the public on one side of the Christians, on one side of the Muslims, he said why should we put the Quran into the fire and why should he put the Bible into the fire? That we should slightly change the format of this challenge. And Hazrat Ali said to the people that it should be the priest that should go first into the fire. <laughs> and if he survives then the Qur'an is wrong and I am wrong. Oh, I should go into the fire. And if I come out alive, huh, then this man is wrong. So Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali said that both of us should enter the fire at the same time. And Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali looked at the priest, and what is the priest did not have fireproof clothes. <laughs> As a Shah Abdul Aziz Rahmatullah Ali got hold of his hand and he was moving back and Hazrat Shah Sahib is saying to him, go quickly, go quickly. Hazrat 
and he let go of the hands of Hazrat Shah Sahib. Hazrat Shah Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali says, as I came close to the fire, he took an oath and he touched the Quran and he says, Wallahi al-Azim, from this fire, I can smell the fragrance of Jannah. I can smell the fragrance of Jannah. Allah. Subhanallah al-Azim. These were great shayukh. Level of Iman was very, very high. So every time someone demands for a miracle, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sunnah has always been that if you reject, then the punishment is also very, very severe. So here Isa alayhi salatu was salam made a dua, qala Isa ibn Maryam Allahumma, Rabbana anzil alayna ma'idatan min as-sama. Allah, bring down for us a table spread of food. Takunu lana eidan li awwalina wa akhirina, so that it is a day of Eid, a festival, a day of great joy for the first of us and the last of us. وَآيَةً mink and a great sign from you. وَرْزُقْنَا and Allah give us rosy, give us sustenance. وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ رَازِكِينَ and you are the best of best sustainer. Allah subhanahu wa taala said to Isa عليه السلام قَالَ اللَّهُ إِنِّي مُنَزِّلُهَا عَلَيْكُمْ if I bring down the table spread, the dastarkhan, the banquet, food from the heavens. فَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بَعْدُ مِنْكُمْ Then if anyone turns away from your teachings or your sharia, فَإِنِّي أُعَذِّبُهُ عَذَابًا لَا أُعَذِّبُهُ أَحَدًا مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ Then I will punish him again, same word, in such a manner that no example of that punishment will have been witnessed in the previous community. Allahu Akbar. And this is the sunnah, this is the tarteeb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the Qur'an. Anybody who came and said to the messenger, we want to see a miracle, we want to see a miracle, this was the condition. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said. Inshallah, in the next session, uh, we will still continue with the mountain of Safa because one of the great signs of the mountain of Safa, the the great sign of the day of Qiyamah is that a dabba, an animal will come out from the mountain of Safa and inshallah ta'ala for that we need a lot of time inshallah we will continue with this in the next session وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صلي على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان عليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله سمعنا وأطعنا بفرادك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا رحمة الله